Did you ever get to a point where no matter what you look at or what you hear, you come to the realization that the sheer number of unresolved questions and problems that we are facing today are of such a magnitude that it is simply beyond the intellectual capability of the average person to realistically come to terms with it all? Does it not seem that everyone has their own opinions on an ever-expanding list of cause and effect problems, where in most situations, it is what others are doing that is causing the current divisions, resulting in our apparent collective inability to get onto the same song sheet with one another? It used to be that the sinister forces against democracy were located in foreign countries, where it was basically an us and them ideological mentality that was the deciding factor between us, but things have changed. Those external opposing forces are still there, but now we also fight among ourselves, from within, as never before. And as a Christian, as it pertains to the divisions within Christianity, I don't think I have ever seen the depth and breadth of the disagreements amongst us, such as we see today. False prophets and gospels abound. And being in the world but not of the world, is a mandate that can easily be misconstrued, especially on how that specifically applies from a practical perspective, in our day-to-day dealings with others and of course, how we individually and collectively interpret the Word of God. I know these dividing forces have always been there, both from political and spiritual perspectives, but now they have taken root within the very fabric of our democratic nations, causing us to fight for our version of justice, while disregarding the justice that should also apply to others. And in our fight for our version of justice and God's righteousness, we have forgotten God's stated necessity of demonstrating mercy, fairness and forgiveness, especially as it pertains to others, who may not value the same values or faith that we adhere to, or possess the same rights that we currently possess. Our version of truth, largely depends on the source that we make use of, to guide us in our decision-making processes, and there is a huge variance between what one may view as truth and another. My truth may not be your truth and your truth may not be mine, and as we have recently seen, when two or more different versions of truths collide, the resulting effect is a divided people. For Christians there can only be one truth and that truth is Jesus. But how we see, adhere to and implement that truth is where we run into problems. If we are to truly work with God and implementing God the Father's will on earth, like Jesus did, then we must look at how Jesus followed God's will, and note where and how it differs from our own. There are some who seek power and position to implement and control and obviously there are positives and negatives associated with following that approach. There is also the necessity of considering and defending nationalistic interests, so that the rights that have been gained can be maintained and shared among all who dwell within our borders. And pride for our country of origin, where lives have been sacrificed in the past to give us the rights we currently share, is not in itself a bad thing, as long as it does not, for Christians, take preeminence over the furtherance of God's kingdom. But once again, we can easily slip into a form of idolatry, where our nation or a leader takes preeminence over God. There are many slippery slops that Christians can and do easily fall into. I am increasingly learning that my personal walk is with Jesus, and that which I comprehend and am directed by Him, through the guidance of His Holy Spirit and the Word of God, may not be the same as someone else, for we are not all at the same level of understanding, in all areas, nor are we all in the same spot on the narrow path and there are very few of us who have not taken an off-ramp at one time or another, only to come back to the main narrow path again. Each of us is different in unique ways and yet we are all the same. If God has been patient with me, which He has, then I must also be patient with others and trust in His ability to finish that which He has started in others just like He is doing with me. Practicing that patience is not easy, especially when it involves others that we deeply care for and love. But if we trust in Jesus for ourselves, then we must extend that trust in Jesus towards others who call upon His name. But then comes the hard part. Does that include immorality that God's Word clearly condemns or doctrines which teach another gospel? No it does not nor can it. But even here, 
What we say and how we say it, must be done in a manner that honors Jesus. There is a difference between those who see what is transpiring in the world and have no hope, and those of us who believe in Jesus and what He has accomplished. Jesus told us that because He lives, so shall we also live. Jesus foretold us what would happen as His return approached. He told us there would be tribulation but that our peace was to be found in Him. In John 16:33, Nasp Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, I have overcome the world. I obviously don't have answers to all of the problems we are facing but I know who does. Jesus tells us to take courage in Him because He has overcome the world. We used to have a saying in the military that I think is applicable now. The situation is serious but not critical. Serious in that it needs to be fixed, not critical because Jesus has already fixed it. What we are seeing is the end unfolding as Jesus said it would. Jesus has it covered. All we need to do is stay close to and trust our shepherd and love one another in Christ. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.